Good afternoon, everybody. It's Jada Life with Jada Life Podcast. Today is September 10th, 2023. Time is 1.03 p.m. Mount Standard Time. Today, we will be talking about death. And the reason I'm bringing this topic up is because I would like to talk about my two ex-wives' death and how they impacted me and what I see for the future. So let's jump right into it. So a lot of people know this because it was published on social media. My ex-wives, Shauna Ray and... um. Ashley Amira Torres unfortunately passed away back in June, um, four days apart from each other. Um, so yeah, that was very heartbreaking. Um, so let's jump right into it. Shauna Ray is the first one. I met Shauna Ray five years prior to me moving to Arizona on a dating website. Um, she wanted to date me back then. We was really good friends. We started talking for like a month or so. And, you know, but more than a month, we started talking. She revealed maybe six months to our friendship that she had feelings for me. I told her I was not in a, in in that realm of looking for a relationship. Like, a couple of years down the line, she asked me if I would move to Arizona. And I said, yeah, no problem. So I up and left Illinois and moved to Arizona. And Ray is, a, I'm going to tell you about Ray. Ray is a fun, loving, sweet outgoing person she's she's a she was in the air force she's an air force she was an air force sergeant um she enjoyed reading writing writing playing with her kids um she really was the all-time best friend and girlfriend there was um so um yeah um so basically when I moved to Arizona April Fool's Day 2016, Sean Ray welcomed me with open arms. Sean Ray wanted a best friend who she can hang out with every day, party with, do everything that she wanted to do with because she had no friends for real. And we grew closer and closer together and we decided to date. Back in, we decided to date on New Year's Eve directly at 12 o'clock. And the good thing about that was I really loved her. She really loved me. And we discovered that she was pregnant with my son. Um, actually New Year's Day, the following day we found out she was pregnant. Um, and she, being a new mom, she was a new mom, I wasn't. Um, I had, I have, I had an older daughter named Serenity. And the thing was, you know, she was, I was, you know, thing was, she was learning all new things about babies. She was learning about herself as a woman. And, you know, we're only two years apart from each other, me and Shauna Ray. And it was amazing watching her grow into this this butterfly, cause Shauna Ray is, is is like a is like very quiet, timid person, and it was funny because you know, you know when the baby was born, she she really adored it and everything. So you know, it, you know we got divorced twenty eighteen. We had two other kids, and this is what. I didn't understand because I had talked to Shauna Ray prior to her picking up my son and they was going home to go eat or whatever the case may be. Um, I never heard back from Shauna Ray since she made it home. So I really didn't think I know she probably went home, fed a kid, fed our kids and went to sleep. I get a text at two o'clock in the morning. I'll read these text message threads from Brianna, which is her sister. Brianna said, hey, hey, Jada, um, just to um, just to let you know, my sister's in a hospital. Um, can you find out why they won't release any information to me? Cause you're her next of kin. Cause you're still declared her husband. I responded. Oh, I never responded to the text until seven o'clock in the morning when I woke up. I said, I said, sure, I will find out. And I will let you know as soon as I find out something. Her next response was, thank you. I really appreciate that. So I called the hospital where she was at 
um, asked to speak to the doctor. We had to wait a couple hours until the doctor called me back. The doctor said she was in a severe car accident um, that left her paralyzed from the waist down and brain and uh, had a severe brain injury. Um, they, they said she was on a ventilator. My son was also injured, but not to the extent of he only had a broken arm. He was in his car seat, thankfully, because my son don't like being in his car seat. Um, so I text Bree back, and I'm like, hey, your sister in the hospital. She was in a bad car accident. She's on a ventilator, brain injury, paralyzed from the waist down. Nephew got a broken arm. She said, okay, um, I'm at work, but I can't, but can you go up there and check on her and make sure everything's copacetic? I said, sure, give me a couple of hours. I'll go do it. I went up to the hospital. The doctor walked in. Maybe about 30 minutes later, Bree walks in. And while the doctor was there explaining everything, the test results and everything, Bree walked in and was like, oh, well, why did you do this to my sister? You killed my sister. And I'm like, Bree, I had nothing to do with this. I don't even know where your sister was at when this incident occurred, to be honest with you. I don't. And the whole thing was, you know, the doctor said, well, her insurance only paid for another week of her being on life support or y'all can pay out of pocket once that week ends. So I was like, okay, you know, Bree was like, Oh, well, I don't know if I could pay for it, blah, 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 just being Brie. And I'm like, Brie, you don't have to pay for it. Don't worry about it. We got insurance. Her, I got life insurance. It's all good. I left because I want to take my son to go get shoes. And I get a text from my ex, Ashley. She, well, my wife at the time, Ashley. She was like, hey, babe, just to let you know, because we was all in a group text. Just to let you know, Brie said you're no longer able to come to the hospital she had put you on a ban list from seeing shauna ray aka rape i'm like why she was like i don't know that's the message i got on another conversation we was having i said okay so i text brie in our group chat hey why am i banned she said because you probably had my sister off i'm like no i did not but okay whatever so i let a couple of days go past didn't say nothing didn't say nothing didn't say nothing Bree texts me, hey, I need your help because I can't decide if I need to pull her off, pull her off the vent or let her stay on until next week and, pay, and just pay out cash. I'm like, okay, well, you got to take me off the band list so I can get up to the hospital. So she did. So we went. I went to the hospital. I looked Bree in her face, and I told Bree, I was like, the decision, I said, pull off the machine. Bree was like, cool, that's fine with me. Because I don't feel like if you're on a machine, you're not really leaving. You're not really living. So the doctor pulled out the machine, pulled out the tube and everything. The doctor said she'd be gone within five minutes. Five minutes turned to six hours. Six hours turned to 12 hours. Um, Shauna Ray died the next day. We was actually, we came back, everybody went home. We came back. I told Bree I'm going downstairs to Starbucks to get uh, some uh, some Starbucks frappes. Um, I'll be back. She coded when I walked out the room. She had a heart attack. So she coded, they revived her. I went downstairs to get, well, I came back up. That's when I got notified by Bree and the doctor. She unfortunately passed away from having a stroke. At this time, I was getting text messages from Ashley asking me, hey, do you mind if I take the kids on vacation to the Virgin Islands and use your condo? I'm like, yeah, that's cool. It's not a big deal, you know. Go ahead on. The condo, you got the key to the condo, you know. It's not really a big, big, you know, a huge deal like that. So, you know, we did that. And everything, well, she did it. Um, basically, Ray passed away that day. Four days later, I had talked to Ashley, a.k.a. Amira, through text and video chat. She was out. She was actually at the beach when I texted her, watching the kids play in the ocean. Um, she said she was doing good. She was enjoying her little family time away from everybody. 
um, which I was happy for, you know. I was happy that she was enjoying her family time away from everybody. I was happy that she was, you know, really copacetic about everything. Um, I get, I text her 12 o'clock that night. So the next day, I get, the next, well, around, yeah, it was the next day, actually. Around, I'm going to guesstimate, around, um, 3 o'clock in the morning, I get a text from, I get a FaceTime message from my son saying, Dad, 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 Mommy died. And I'm like, what? At this time, I'm already, I'm already asleep. I'm already, you know, aggravated. I'm like, what you mean she died? I thought it was a joke they was playing. And he said, Mommy dead. Mommy dead. And I'm like, okay. So I text her sister, hey, what's going on? My son just FaceTime me saying my, my, my wife is dead. You know, and I was engaged to somebody else at the time. We was going to file for divorce. She said, yeah, your, my, your girlfriend jumped, your wife jumped off the 17th floor balcony. And, you know, so as time went on, the cops started investigating because it didn't add up for a suicide. Um, basically, what happened was they, they found a gun in the room with the bullet lodged in the chamber still. Found pills that was unidentified and they identified as fentanyl and ecstasy. Um, 12 pills was missing of each, which is very strange. Out of a sixty thing, out of a thirty thing bottle, um, they found a lot of different articles of clothing that was not Ashley's. Um, so yeah, it didn't add up. And then as time went on, I had the hardest time getting Ashley body back to Arizona because of the plane, because of customs. Even though the Virgin Islands is the U.S. territory, it still had to go through all that nonsense. Um. You know, I got the autopsy report. It read that she did not. It was rude as a homicide. Um, so I was in contact with the with the um, with the DA down there, trying to figure out what was going on. How can we fix this? You know, so my son can stop being the blame of this. And he had no knowledge that my son was being blamed for the murder of his mom. And he said, "Well, a kid can't push somebody. A little eight year old who only weighs like fifty pounds." Can't push a 145-pound 145, 145 woman off a 17th floor balcony, which I agree. So he started investigating a little bit more, digging into her sister's past, her twin brother's past. Come to find out, they was texting back and forth for weeks on weeks, planning this to make it hurt, make Ashley death like a suicide instead of a homicide. And he called me back at the end of July and was like, hey, I got two arrest warrants for capital murder for both her twin brother and her sister. Um, it took them until the middle of August to capture them because they kept ditching and dodging the cops. Um, they wouldn't turn themselves in when they were supposed to. They did get sentenced to life in prison without the possibility of parole in the Virgin Islands. Um, so, yeah, that is the honest truth about what happened. I'm going to tell y'all, you know, it fucked me up. It really did because both my ex-wives are sweethearts. They don't hurt a fly. They love each other. They love their kids. You know, their kids are not my biological kids, but they're adopted by me. So basically they are my biological kids to me. And I love my kids. And the funny thing is my ex, my oldest daughter, mom, showed up Naimiko. And she's a bitch. And she was like, oh, well, I don't know why you still was in love with them. And they just used you to get knocked up. I'm like, them kids are not biologically mine, but whatever. And she was like, well, my daughter feels left out. I'm like, how can my daughter feel left out when Serenity passed away 11, 17, 21? So she was still 
in that delusional phase of that her daughter was still alive and she wasn't. And, you know, I didn't say nothing to set her off, but I was like, yeah, okay, sure, whatever. Um, so the whole thing about it was it made me laugh because grief is a hard thing to give. I cried for days. I cried for days because I miss both my exes. My kids are without two moms, you know, and I'm doing everything I can as a father and a mother to love my kids. Some days I sit in my room and I cry about it. Other days I'm just like, cool, it is what it is. Let's get to it, you know. And it's like that. And it's like that periodically because I'm just like, you know, it is what it is. You know, it ain't gonna hurt me. It ain't gonna break me. It ain't gonna do any of that to me. So I'm just like, you know, I'm cool with this. You know, I'm cool with everything that goes on. Everything that does you know, that has to be done. You know, it's just like that. Um, but, what I was going to say. But if you if you are in Pima County, Arizona, a.k.a. Tucson, Arizona, and looking for mental health resources and um, treatment options for, for drug addiction, please visit www.pimahelpline.org slash stigma. Also, if you are spending mental health emergency, please text or call 988 or 911. This is Jada Life signing off with Jada Podcast.